The boss of Auckland Port is betting his job on making a million dollars a week for the city within three years. It's announced today it's paying a $30 million dividend for the year to its owner, Auckland Council, but it has even bigger ambitions. The result is hot on the heels of a fierce critic, Mayor Wayne Brown, revealing his vision to potentially turn a chunk of Portland into a waterfront park complete with a city beach. The Mayor's previously claimed the port is an inefficient is inefficient and a money waster. Port of Auckland CEO Roger Gray reckons council officials are pretty pleased with the final number. We sent the mayor an early advanced copy of the results, the press release and the annual report. So we were, uh, and we've had positive feedback from back from the council on on the overachievement. So um, everybody's pretty happy. Does the mayor think it's an overachievement? Did you get any response directly from him? No, I haven't heard from the mayor. I'm sure he's busy on on other matters, but uh, certainly uh, the CFO of the council was very happy with the result. How have you managed to claw your way back from, well, zero dividend in 2019? Yeah, look, it's been a combination of going back to basics, getting the container terminal back into operations, increasing volume, and also increasing number of ship calls, and off the back of that, also increasing our price. So it's a really back-to-basics focus on being a good port, and that's what's been delivering the results across all of the different areas. Do you reckon that dividend is enough to buy you some more time across the site you're on, given the Mayor would like you to, to shuffle on? I think that what is now starting to happen is the value of the port to the city and to the ratepayers is becoming more and more evident. We've met with the Mayor, as you know, and we've talked about the release of a couple of wharves. That's still um, work that we're doing collaboratively with the Mayor's staff. The issue that um, the future of the long term, that's still to be determined. So do you think the tide is turning a little bit in terms of attitudes for you staying there? I thought the uh, I thought the feedback so far on the results, etc., have been positive, and I think there is a general better understanding of the role the port plays in the economy, better understanding of the value of the port, and and certainly we're projecting uh, to continue to increase our dividends to the city. We've got a long-term target in the next three years of getting to a million dollars a week dividend for the people of Auckland. And how convinced are you you will achieve that? I'm absolutely convinced, Lisa. Staking your job on it, are you, Roger? (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 am, I am deeply confident that we can continue to improve the ports from a safety perspective, from an operational perspective and a profit perspective. So, um, yeah, I am prepared to say that. This is, this is the direction we're headed and I'm confident we're going to get there. In terms of changes to land use around the port, and you're talking about um, potentially migrating the cars from the Marsden and um, Captain Cook Wharf to Bledisloe, aren't you, right? And giving that land back for public use. How far along are you with any kind of proposal to do that? So we... um, The issue from my perspective is that's going into the long-term planning consultation, which the Mayor has to do under the Local Government Act. Um, We are starting to do the work around uh, the design of the sort of infrastructure we would need on Bledisloe, and we'll start to put that through the consenting process over the next three to six months. And the consenting process would take how long, do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure is the honest truth to that. 
they can be varied depending on people's opinions and feedback from within the community. But um, we'll we'll work with the council um, in an open and transparent way and also with the community. Talk to me about the cruise ships. How much of um, your return to a good financial stead is down to cruise ships and how much more can you get out of that? Yeah, um, it's about 10% of the improvement has come from cruise ships coming back um, over the last financial year because we only had sort of half the normal number. We're very excited about this coming cruise season. We've got the largest ever number of bookings that the port's seen. So that'll be incredibly vibrant. We're looking at in excess of 140 calls. The other exciting thing is we've started to see winter cruising and P&O have, um, have um, home ported one of their ships and she's been in and out all through winter. Um, which continues to add to the tourism numbers within the city. So cruise will continue to be important and will keep growing for us. So how much do you need a cruise ship terminal to to um, leverage on those benefits? I, th- I think that's an important point. We do need to start to invest in improving the customer's experience, and I've spoken about that before. When we've got final resolution of the matters around land use and Etc. will be in a position to start that planning with the cruise lines. It, it, it is an important investment for the city um, that we need to, to work on.